It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your mass shooting, shooting update. update. I'm going to say this, and I hope that it doesn't cause much consternation. Okay. I hope sincerely that that girl in Alabama really was kidnapped. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope she was. Um, I think that everybody, I think that certainly she deserves the benefit of the doubt. But the math ain't mathing. Yeah. It is kind of tricky right it now. It is. I'm, I'm, you know, I was having this conversation yesterday with uh, Lena because she was reading me all of the um, posts on social media about people and calling her the, a liar. And yeah, that, I think saying that's Saying that she's, you know, come back, just come and tell the truth. You know, I saw the interview with her parents and it I, was I a little know. Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett on line one. You know, I, I try my best to wait because, again, I know how this affects, you know, a lot of states are already struggling and trying to fight for uh, the right for black women to be right, equally right, treated. Right. Way white women are right. they come up missing right. so this would not be a good look uh but you know, you know it's I just, interesting I'm, when I'm white women come wait. up missing they get they, they, they it's an amber alert it, it ain't no uh shantae alert it ain't oh, none of that mm-mm. black white women get amber alerts they get uh you know car, pictures on milk black people uh, black women's pictures on the telephone pole running right the 2005 honda Accord for sale like uh, <laughs> and the missing cat. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to Ben Simmons. Happy birthday to Giselle, Bun- G- Giselle Bunchen. Happy birthday to Sandra O. Oh, and her sister Oh my, um, that's great. Oh my god! <laughs> happy birthday to Ray Allen. Happy birthday to Carlos Santana. Happy birthday to M- Omar Epps. Happy birthday to Stephen Adams. You know Carlos is married to a black woman, right? Of yeah. course. Happy birthday to Dwight Powell. Happy birthday to Cool G Rap. Happy birthday to Paige Heard from Everybody Hates Chris. Happy birthday to Julianne Huff. Um, of course, posthumously, happy birthday to Pop Smoke. Um, mm-hmm. Pop Smoke's gone too soon. Very, very talented dude. And uh, it's one of the things I've never liked about this city. And, and I love this city, but it has taken so many great people from presidents to rappers. It's just, it's, it's senseless violence. Uh, and it's, it seems to be something that's a trademark here and it's just it's sad to me happy birthday to natalie wood happy birthday to billy mays from oxyclean the oxyclean guy we got a great show lined up for you of course jasmine's going to tell us what's trending i'm going to have a little note from the ged section this of course is the dl hughley show Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. Well, this story out of New Rochelle, New York. I'm sure you saw this about Jarrell Jarvis, 37-year-old guy in a local grocery store. Um, And employees called the police on him because they claimed that he had been eating a few grapes and a banana and left without paying. So the police show up. They approach him and uh, start asking him questions. And he just keeps walking off, walks into another police officer that's coming. You already know what's going to happen here. They end up asking him questions. He doesn't want to really, you know, say anything. They end up shooting him and they take him to the hospital and he dies. So uh, now people in New Rochelle want answers because, of course, you already know the body cams have not been turned over yet. Let me tell you We something. can't see what has happened. We only see a little bit, but they want to see everything that happened. I don't understand why it is there isn't the only reason they begrudgingly gave society the, the body cams and the unions and the police departments control them. They're not for your personal edification. They're not for your personal film use. You're not documenting your opus. It is because there's a distrust, a lack of trust between the community and police departments. And this was one of the tools that they were supposed to use. But every single time or oftentimes when something happens, we don't see that that, um, uh, footage till you have made your story up. 
Even now, most police departments give you a time where you don't have to talk for days. Yeah. If you didn't got to, if you got, if you got to see the evidence that people have or the preliminary evidence and you didn't have to talk, you come up with a pretty cohesive story. Oh, for, for sure. And, you know, you consider the fact that this guy had never been in trouble. He actually had moved to the Carolinas, but had come back to New Rochelle to pick up his son for the summer and was killed. Very it ain't sad. hard. Ain't hard. Yeah, you hey, know what? I think well, it's, it's, it's Snapple we got killed over, Skittles we got mm-hmm. killed over, uh, and now grapes and bananas. It, I think he's stare from carbs it's 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 not anyway apparently it's something that we it's like i don't know i I don't don't understand it i don't know i think i don't think anything is going to matter i don't care what we do you know we saw a situation in 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 texas where you know young man at home minded his own business ice cream ice cream ice cream okay perhaps stay away from perhaps anyway also trending this is an interesting topic i'd be curious to get your take on this uh i'm sure you don't know and maybe you do know who miranda lambert is we're doing a concert she stopped and she said listen i'm trying to sing this song and i got these chicks right here trying to take selfies and not even listening to my music it is. And she was very upset about it. Now, a lot of people in the concert agreed with her. Yes. A lot of people on TikTok did not because this, partic- this particular group of women were influencers, right? So this conversation spilled over into The View with Whoopi, who got at it with his son. He said, listen, turn the TV on if you want to watch something. But when you come to my show, watch it's, me. It's, it's, it's disrespectful. disturbing. And I don't know how many times in the front row somebody will be taking pictures or talking loud. People left their house to and get a, got a babysitter and and buy, have have to buy drinks and go way through all that to see something, not to see you seeing something. Yeah, it's rude. Well, Sonny's uh, answer was, "Listen, I like to capture the moment so I can look at it later." Y- that's what your brain is for. Yeah. I mean, if you have good what did you do before recall? I don't what know. did you? I mean, honestly, there are some people who who take pictures just to say they were there as opposed to join the event. I can't say to what degree that is, but it is of a time. Like how many people then got killed walking off the Grand Canyon? Like yeah. whatever, whatever taking or walking a in the traffic. I mean, you know. Yeah. So I, I, at a certain point, the reason building memories is not being able. Like I think you cheat your the body's or the psyche's natural ability to document things. When you go, oh, I got that picture. I don't have to think about it. As well as your recall thing. abilities. Right, man. Well, the uh, other thing I will say, I there's nothing worse than sitting behind someone whose arms are up or they're standing taking pictures. Yeah. I, like, will you move? But you know the dope thing? Like, when people are dancing and singing, that's what you want. But people just taking pictures of people dancing and singing, that's a different thing. Yeah. Wow. So That's what's trending. All right, coming up, we got a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So, of course, a story out of Texas. Uh, A state trooper is alleging uh, that he was told there was an edict that when um, migrants were crossing over the Rio Grande trying to get into Texas, that even the miners, they would have pushed him back into the water. Now, um, it would seem to me that that is such a horrendous allegation, and it comes from the governor, allegedly. Um, It would seem to me, or at least his administration, it would seem to me that if that is such an egregious allegation, it is such a monstrous allegation that if it weren't true, you would see people raising hell saying, I didn't do this. This is an abomination. This is unacceptable. But when cruelty is the point, the most you'll get is silence. So either it because if it wasn't true, we would hear that it wasn't. There would be denials. There would be strident denials that we wouldn't act this way. We do. And so I don't know that that is true. And I can only surmise that if it were, there would be a decidedly different reaction than silence or pretending like you hadn't heard it. 
Because some, for someone to level an allegation like that, about that level of cruelty, when it's about children, would raise certainly raise a lot of rancor. But we know that it happens. We know what happens in Chicago, for instance, when police officers were raping migrant girls. There's a there's an abject silence that goes along with that. Now, I don't know in those particular circles. I do know that we saw the Border Patrol putting Constantina wire on buoys. Now, you know, that's razor wire. So buoys, you, you see a buoy, you might swim up to it. If, so if you're swimming in the river, you see a booby, buoy uh, floating along and it has razor wire. And that's to tell you not to grab that buoy, which could probably lead to some people drowning. Right. So cruelty is the point. Cruelty is the point. Now, it's interesting how much and how hard you will try to keep migrant children out, but not the children alive there. We haven't heard anything about Uvalde. Nothing, no change, no report. Uh, all those people killed, hundreds of police officers on the scene, and you're interested in protecting children. You're interested in the rule of law. What is, what is, what is going on where cruelty suffices for governance? Like, what is that supposed to do? What, what is it supposed to say? There was an article, and I, I don't put much stock in these things because I think that they they have these biases, but they talked about all the places where it's tough to live. Generally, and I said this yesterday, where business like the places that you live, that's because that atmosphere is conducive for business. Generally, what's conducive for business is not that great for the people living there. It means that the government or the municipality is going to let those people have a lot of leeway to do whatever they want under the auspices of campaign contributions or even money for the people. Uh, even jobs for the people, you know, it's going to be good for us because we'll let them do all this and they'll give us 500 jobs and it'll evil out, even out. Places that they, they are, they're talking about and places like Texas where there is such abject cruelty associated with governance. Look how, look at the places where it's harder to vote, where it's harder to get medical care, where it's harder to get a decent wage, where it's harder to get mental, mental illness, I mean, mental help for mental illness, where it's easier to get a gun, where gun deaths are higher, where children die from guns, where the mortality rate for black people and poor people is, is low. So we're busy, but that's a great, see, the, the thing that works for businesses, they don't give a damn about none of that. Are they going to let me do what I want to do? And generally those places, those 10 places, have people moving there to take advantage of, of the cost of living or the home prices or gas prices or, you know, uh, you know whatever job they can get. Um, they, they, they go there to do that. And the, the trade-off is that that, government, that that governing body is still going to be cruel. Who's crueler uh, than Texas or Florida? I'm talking about cruel. I'm talking about things that don't even matter, governance. Putting barbed wire on buoys so that people grabbing them will let go of them and be swept away. Like, what's the point? Uh, cruelty, like not giving workers, having to give workers water. Like one of the reports is the 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 the, the uh, trooper was saying that they they're not to give migrants water, and I believe that to be true because they won't even give workers. They they banned the law or retracted the law that, that they gave workers the right to water. So you know, if they'll deny it to workers, they'll deny it to migrant to, to people that they don't care about. Cruelty is the point. Cruelty is the point. When governance and proper legislation and helpful, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, law uh, that is in place to help and make people's lives better, when that doesn't work, be cruel to brown people. Be cruel to black people. Be, be just be abjectly cruel and see how silent people are and how much they approve of. It. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. 
She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Houston's health department is warning women in the city and surrounding areas after reporting a 128 percent spike in syphilis amongst females uh, since 2019. The health department implored women, especially pregnant ones, to get tested. Symptoms to look for are painless sores, fever, swollen lymph glands, a sore throat, patchy hair loss, headache, weight loss, fatigue and muscle aches. Yeah, Houston's hot. Man, yes, it is. I didn't know it was that hot. Yeah. Got me burning, got me <laughs> yeah. burning. Man, and on that's one of my like favorite times. Eight down. Yeah. Have clothes. Yeah, baby. You can't, you can't, I can't guess that. Uh, well, I ain't going to Houston in September. Hopefully, they have it wrapped up. So. <laughs> well, literally and figuratively. Anyway, yes, so indeed. keeping a diary, and not mine, but keeping a diary or a journal could actually help older people ward off dementia. Researchers discovered those who took part in more literary activities, such as journaling, writing letters, or using a computer, were 11% less likely to develop dementia. Yeah, I, I, but I think remember they should anything that that it's like exercise, right? Because the mind you don't want you want to do all you can to abate the mind atrophying. Like they used to tell you to read or learn a skill or play Sudoku, something that challenges the mind. And I guess that would you know. Well, what they say, those particular activities are only linked with about an eight or nine percent reduced risk, whereas keeping a journal for some reason the increase is uh, larger. So I guess it write would it be because it, it forces you to remember stuff too, right down. Correct. You have to, yeah, force you, yeah. Well, and pretty, things yeah. about your personal self. So your diary guy. Well, we helping you avoid Alzheimer's every. Ain't nobody asking for your help. So, Mind your own you. dementia, okay? I'm just telling you. <laughs> um, this was a very interesting. It's been a story that I think has been percolating. We've waited a little while, um, but Carly Russell, the young lady who was missing in Hoover, Alabama, under suspicious circumstances, and thankfully is back with her family now. Um, but the story obviously seems there are uh, obviously some dots that are not connected. Uh, the, the police have said uh, there's no evidence of a child. Uh, and uh, do you think that Carly has justice molested us? I will say this. Well wishes and people praying and, you know, you hear people, oh, well, at least you got to. The thing is that as we are doing this broadcast, there are several black, brown, indigenous women that come up missing with no national report. Nobody. And things like this, if it is, if it turns out that and I, you know, you know, don't tell me, oh, she, you know, mental. All right. All of that. But that still doesn't negate the fact that it puts. Uh, I think it jeopardizes, potentially can jeopardize the young women who are missing. Because I think they use any excuse. Obviously, there's a lot of apathy associated with it anyway. But I can, if, if this turns out to be something um, that was just like what Jesse Smollett did, I, th- I don't think it's just a question of saying you're sorry. And I don't think it's a question of pretending like, oh, she's Malia. I think the community in general has to say something that decries this. Yeah, I think so. I think for me, it's just, you know, I I, because, you know, being a black woman and being part of that, you know, crew of people who are always nervous that if something happens to me, no one's going to care or that people are going to say things like that. You know, my thing is I'm, I'm, I'm waiting and I'm holding out hope that this was not a ruse and that it was not a lie and that it was not some case of she was upset and couldn't deal with her circumstances or, you know, she was mad at somebody. I'm hoping it is not that. Uh, I but do know that the that, police are saying uh, there's still so many un- unanswered questions and they're waiting to get another statement from her. And so I'm just trying to hold out hope that, you know, it was, you know, what she said it was. 
Do you think she's Jesse Spoletta? That's the question we're going to ask you. 877-242-2426. Also hit us up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.L. Hughley Show, or the website, thedlhughleyshow.com. We're going to begin to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So, of course, we all were, uh, we were, we were all uh, uh, tuned in to the Carly um, Russell. Um, Russell story. Uh, she mysteriously disappeared after saying uh, she stopped to help an abandoned toddler. Now, as as I uh, understand it, she called 911, said that there was mm-hmm. a toddler. Then she had, she had pulled over, called 911. Then she called her boyfriend's sister. She was on the phone with her. And then mm-hmm. um, they heard this rustling and screaming. And the, and, the, and the girl who she was on the phone with said she never heard a toddler, which isn't really necessarily indicative of anything because toddlers, right. you know, do it. They, well, the sister says she heard her ask, are you OK? Are you Is all everything right? all right? And then but, there was a rustle and a right, scream right. and then just traffic. The police were on the scene within five minutes. Right. So they were on that's that's a very short period of time. I mean, not if you were waiting for them. Five minutes can mm-hmm. be eternity, but yeah. relatively speaking, that was a, that was a, uh, they found her car running, wig, doors open, oh. no sign of her. And she said right? she had stopped and got snacks, but they found no snacks in the car or whatever. Right. You yeah. know, right. Stuff. Uh, and then they have videotape of her walking along, then showing up at her at her house. Right. Mm-hmm. Right in the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. Okay. So no baby. Obviously, there are questions. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing about the footage regarding the camera, uh, the traffic camera is so far away. You know what I mean? And the the grass on the side was very high. Again, I am not riding with her just yet because it it, it definitely sounds suspicious, you know, but uh, you don't get to do that. You don't get to put you don't get to do that. Especially the way that the black people are not believed in. They're not believed. Black women are not believed when they go to the doctor. They're not believed when they report it. We can't have it. Right. We can't have it. No, I'm not agree. And if it's, it turns out to be that way, I, you, I know I'm saying something. Now, now people could get mad at it. You can't have it. That's reckless and irresponsible. If it turns out to be that way, that needs to be a, a communal position. Yeah. Much like it was with Jesse Smollett using racism and hatred and stoking up all these kinds of uh, feelings, and people could have got hurt behind it. Yeah. People are missing every day, and to and to and to not have answers. That that's we're gonna. <laughs> It's been a week. Now we need to know something. All right, so we're going to go through the, uh, we'll go to a social media pl- uh, uh, platform. What are they saying? Uh, Johnny and Richardson says, smells fishy to me. It is, man. Jesse Smollett, I sense something was wrong from the very beginning. You did. After the second, uh, you when did. she returned you home. Did. You did. Uh, and the people got mad. After, when she yeah. returned home, I'm like, wait a minute now. Come on now. Just yeah. came, just out of, just showed up home. Just... Yeah, I just think everybody's you, so mad at her, and we really don't know what happened just yet. So we're all okay. so emotional. It's been a week, and, and stoked. It's and, been a week, right? But I mean, I think the police know something because they did speak to her, and they're waiting if to the go police back and speak to her again. So they and it should was tell exonerating. Us if, if the exo- if the police has something that was exonerating, they'd be telling us. Yeah. I know they said because they they didn't get enough information when they spoke to her the first time. They are waiting to go back and question her right. a second time. Okay, so what do you think? The question is, so you think we got Jesse Smollett at 877-242-2426. We're going to be getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, uh, it's the D.L. Hughley Show, your mass shooting, yeah, update. shooting update. So um, um, so Carly Russell, everybody was, uh, we were mesmerized by the story. I know it was all over my page. The thing that I th- find interesting is, if this were a day, two days, three days, okay. You know what I mean? That's not, that's, this is not a jump to conclusion now after all these days. It's been over a week and a half. It's not jumping to conclusion now. Right. 
it's a stroll to conclusions, if anything. Yeah. Hey, Jasmine, I know you saw the um, the uh, press conference yesterday. Give us a little update of what, what the I information. I did, I did. You know, the Hoover Police Department, they've really been on it trying to get answers, just like all the rest of us. And it turns out so far, you know, they believe that it, re- it might be a possibility of a false police report. Now, I know we all mm. kind of thought that. And you know me, my holdout always is let's wait until all the details or enough details come out to sway me one way or the other. And all of us, to be exact. But right. when you look at some of the details now the fact that she had 102 dollars in her sock the fact that she um i guess on her phone or either on her computer she had researched amber alerts the age limit she had researched the movie taken um you know just mm. all of these things that will definitely raise some suspicion then on top of that when she dialed 911 the fact that she went what 600 yards as she said she was looking for the kid that they have yet to find right and so you know all of these things now are leaning towards this girl was lying. All right. That's what it's leaning towards right now. All right. So we're not going to give up hope. I mean, I'm not going to give up. And I, think, I, to be clear, yeah. if I might, I know social media is all abuzz with everybody, you know, um, you know, calling this the equivalent of Jesse Smollett, mm. which I think is different considering mm. the way he fought back. Um, but, but my big carry away for me is I think you should not allow one bad situation to affect every black female or male in that case the same thing i would say the same thing for jesse right Right. like if we think someone is missing and we know that critical window is 48 hours i would rather err on the side of caution and then you know call this chick a liar than to say she's a lie from the beginning and it turned out to be something terrible right right so we're gonna still see how it plays out but it doesn't look good doing the stories Okay, so what do you think the question is so you think we got jesse's phone letter 877-242-2426 we're going to be getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So, Carly Russell, do you think uh, that uh, we were just exploded? I will say this, <laughs> that if I am wrong, I'll be the first to apologize. If I'm right, right, I'm going to be louder. <laughs> just tell me. Yeah, we'll be ready to get mad if you want to. <laughs> I, know we're wait. I don't think it's cute. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's excusable. If, if if this turns out to be true, and and conversely, if I'm wrong, I will I will profusely apologize. Yeah, but by then, I mean, I feel like that the words that you say are already damning. Like just well, you here's know, in terms. Well, let of, me be clear about so the words I'm saying. It I, is I suspicious. Just, it is suspicious, you know. and by now, it ain't a leap. Now, people need answers. And you know something else, guys, I, I find interesting in this particular case. Uh, one of the things they found out was during the investigation, um, the investigation and the interrogation of this young woman, uh, the account that she gave in terms of what happened. You know, she talked about how, you know, a white man picked her up in a trailer truck, you know, talked about how he had orange hair and, you know. And was balding on the top. So yeah, either it was, yeah, don't it get, was. Don't get sensitive. It was don't either Donald Trump or Ronald McDonald. I'm just <laughs> saying. <like> that. <laughs> Well, Orange mean, the, hair and balding on the yeah, top. I'm just yeah, saying. All I'm, of it's bad. Then talked about how, you know, he took photos of her while she was undressed and before she was able to escape and run through the woods. And I think he may have caught her and then she finally got away and ran. It's just a whole lot of Scooby-Doo with this. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. And again, I know people are very upset at her as they should be. And I would imagine her parents are upset. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if your mm-hmm. kids did that? It, now you all alone today, you know, in, in the nationally talking, defending your daughter. Right, right. I, I, uh, and Jasmine, you know, I, when we were watching the uh, press conference yesterday, I asked you this because I know, you know, at heart, you're a city girl, but you're a country girl at heart. Correct. Grew up in uh, in 
Ottawa, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ask you a question. If I blindfolded you and took you in the middle of the woods, what would be the odds of you finding your way home? Uh, very little. <laughs> That's not going to happen. It's you not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's just, again, I think the situation is really sad. I mean, especially considering, and we've talked about this on the show, how you have a couple of states, a handful at least, who are now passing policies and procedures, uh, putting them in place to uh, have a collective information about black women who do go missing. Just so, because, you know, for so long and even now, you know, when we met, when we go missing, nobody cares. Or at least that would, that's the way it appears. And so this is this is, you know, a case of the boy who cried wolf and it's not going to look good for us on the other end. OK, so what do you think? The question is, so you think we got Jesse's phone letter eight seven seven two four two two four two six. We're going to be getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley show. And the question we're asking Carly Russell, do you think we were Jesse's phone We're going through the phones. I think that that girl was upset with her boyfriend because he got another girl and she tried to do a Jesse Smiley thing and it didn't work out. Not at all. If you look at the evidence and everything everybody's saying, she was upset with her boyfriend, so she tried to make a plot to make it seem like her boyfriend kidnapped her and some more BS, but the girl was upset because he moved on. Okay, I think this is Black America's January 6th moment. I think um, we should be saying she's just molayed us. She trumped us. Last time somebody told, told a lie this big, people raided the, cap- raided the Capitol, politicians and preachers sold their souls. And the person that lied, and, and everybody went to jail except for the person that lied about it. So it's just a, it's a, it's a January 6th type moment for Black America. Everybody got behind her. It turned out to be a lie. And now everybody's, you know, scratching their heads about it. Well, I hope and pray that she didn't just be smelling up. I'm like the L. teaches in so much sense. And like he said, and I'm glad that he speaks out. I wish I could be on the radio with him because I have a lot of things to say. But in terms of this young lady that came up missing that allegedly, I hope and pray that she's not lying. That's all I can do. And I'm like, yeah, she got to be out. And we can't have these resources spent uh, irresponsibly on people that I guess they want to go missing. Hey, man, I live here right here in Birmingham where that incident had happened, right? And I worked right out in that same area where that all that went down. On that stretch of highway that she's talking about, that is a busy stretch of highway right there from one exit to the other. When that girl said that there was a baby on the side of the highway, man, I didn't believe it from day one. Out of all the people that dropped down in the highway, again, this is a busy stretch of highway. Ain't nobody seen a baby but you. So you telling me the criminals, this is a whole new different criminality here. Someone is taking a baby and using a baby to lure someone in to kidnap them. That's what you're saying. I didn't believe from day one. Listen, this is Jessica Smollett, the female version. She knows she's lying. We all know she's lying. And her parents need to tell her to come clean because the police right here in Hoover has said there is no threat to the public. Okay, so what do you think? The question is, so you think we got Jesse Smollett at 877-242-2426. We're going to get to you in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, the question we're asking, um, do you think, Carly Russell, do you think we were Jesse Smollett? We're going to the phones. With all that traffic out there, I'm quite sure somebody would have called and saw that struggle that was going on and, and called the police and informed them about that, as well as that supposedly missing child. To me, man, she she's lying, and you know, unfortunately, she got to pay a price for that, man. You can't keep calling and calling, making these false reports, and, and get away with it, you know. I call. 
come from a year from back in the days from New York when Tawana Brawley was a huge, huge um, sensation about what happened. I don't know if many people remember that. But when I hear what has happened and what is happening with this young lady, it does make me sad because it's like when black women, things do happen, it gets overlooked, it gets passed by. And I just hope that this is not a case or an instance that that is what this is because it would be very unfortunate. But it just seems very similar. And I don't know why someone would go to that type of lift to, to get attention. I don't know what that's about, but I'm just hoping that that's not the case because as soon as, you know, you hear it, you kind of side-eyed it, but you just don't know what to think. Oh, man, well, you know, too many circumstances pointing in one direction usually adds up to what you really think you see. And uh, I just think the um, the worst thing um, that was incriminating was uh, the searches that she was doing online. You know, when you when you see a murder and someone's looking up how to murder someone, it doesn't look good at all, you know. So, you know, let's just hope that, um, and I don't think we should even hope. I think we both know, we all know what we see, uh, but uh, it shouldn't, it shouldn't reflect everyone, you know, like everyone's a liar, you know. But, you know, I would be very, very surprised if um, she's not guilty of what she's being accused of. Man, I am like an investigator. I knew Jesse Smollett was lying, and I know she lying, too, because who put the wig back in the car? Who, what happened with Jesse Smollett? He had a whole sandwich and didn't drop a piece of lettuce while folks were choking him out and everything. So who put the wig back in the car? So she's obviously lying. He, here's what, what when, 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 when people are quiet, it is mean, it means that they are reticent to say anything. Yeah, and I think law enforcement, well, generally when they quiet, somebody getting a subpoena. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're building the case. <laughs> hey, man, they were, after January 6th, they were so quiet. Now all these, everybody getting indicted now. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> and another thing. Man, as soon as, I swear to God, as soon as he got that letter of intent, the Michigan, uh, what was it, Michigan indicted 16 people, Georgia, I mean, as quiet. As well when when facts are in question, when they are quiet and not saying anything, not answer, they're gathering evidence for somebody to get served something. Yeah. Perhaps. We got more of uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. We got My Life on the Yard with that boy Trey. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now that boy Trey is here to let us know what life is like at an HBCU with My Life on the Yard. What's good, y'all? This is that boy Trey, aka Trey Chico, aka him, back again with another episode of My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU life. One thing that was constantly told to me before going to school was that your friend groups in college tend to shuffle around a little bit. The deep ass friend groups of like A plus people don't usually make it past that first month, you know? You'll see countless of them at the new student orientation but they all end up imploding. It feels like every one of those huge friend groups are splitting the little sub-friend groups. It'll be like a group of eight, but real life, there are two groups of four. And within those two groups of four, it's like, you know, two best friends. And they all don't really mess with the other people as heavy as like their best friend or the people in the four. Like it goes like that. 
And that's where conflict starts. Because when people aren't really gang for real, patience is really thin. <laughs> like I know when I'm hanging out with my boys and they do some stupid stuff, say some stupid stuff, get on my nerves a little bit, I give them some leeway. But when anybody I ain't really friends with and they do something that's ever so slightly annoying, I'm like, damn, shut up. But in the grand scheme of things, a person slightly getting on your nerves doesn't call for the disassemblement of a friend group. Now that comes from the snakish activity that ends up happening. Like, peep this, my roommate was messing with this shorty, right? Somehow, one of old girl friends tells shorty that she wants to, you know, mess around with my roommate too. And homegirl is like, nah, I ain't with that. That's kind of weird. I do not give approval on that. And Shorty ends up hooking up with my roommate anyways. <laughs> she did not care. And it's safe to say that friend group was like 10 deep girls. Man, that it imploded so quick. It's a cold world out here, man. And you know, with stuff like that happening, I've just come to the realization that outside of four or five people, I don't really mess with none of the people I go out with at school. Like, and that's cool. College is about finding out who you are and who you want to surround yourself with. And so that's all I got for y'all today. So next time, this has been That Boy Trey with My Life on the Yard. Inside look at HBCU Life. All right, thank you, Trey. The militant man, Jamal Kings, is going to be here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. That's coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, listen, if you're going to be in Washington, D.C., I'm going to be there this Friday. Uh, t- well, today is the first show. we got two tonight, two, to, uh, two tomorrow, or two tomorrow, three Saturday, and uh, two Sunday. I'm very excited. I love playing D.C. You know why they're very, very urban, sophisticated? I remember it's Chocolate City. Now it's like Cafe Latte City. <laughs> yeah. It's not... It's a little butter scotch. It's, 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 it's Ben's gluten-free chili bowl. <laughs> it's, it's not quite the same. It has a different tone. Not the one George Clinton texture. was talking no, about. No, they have a Whole Foods, so it's not, you know. Whole Foods, is the, that's the canary in the coal mine. First it was Magic Johnson Theater. That was when you knew some money was going, and then Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Then it's Whole Foods. When Whole Foods is there, mm-hmm. we gone. That's right. You see a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods, That's a you better get ready That's to it. sell your house. <laughs> you see Whole Foods, no more house shoes uh, on the street. Uh, no, well, no, no. And I don't even know what is so great about Whole Foods. I don't even get it. Like, Marketing. I don't even know. Like, it's always, I think they've prepared foods as good. Yeah. But, well, you don't you don't cook either. I, I will say that Whole Foods tend to have they tend to have a wide variety of different types of you know kale specialty <laughs> items. Not just in the different produce. spinaches. No, not just the produce, what? but you know just other items that you like might what? need if you're cooking something. Different ingredients. Yeah. They tend to have a better selection From than Kroger's or Ralph's or something like no, that. Ralph's got great they got I'm not saying they don't have a great collection, but it's, it's small. Yeah. yeah, they tend to carry. You know, small, like Skip said, that is right. Specialty items. Locally sourced. Humanely raised. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, Have you? No, them them humanely raised. You ever had a watermelon from Whole Foods? No. Let me tell you. Yes, I have. Yes, you have. Delicious. You know why I had a watermelon from Whole Foods? (laughs) Because in my apartment in New York, I I told you this story. Mm -hmm. Lena, remember we used to go and they had the black dude guarding the watermelons out in front of New York? You remember that? They knew what was You remember going. that later? They had the black dude. It was a black dude guarding the watermelons. I was like, come on, man. 
next to a farmer's market, yeah. right? I'm and I, telling and I you, took the, one. Whole Foods watermelon. <laughs> I took one of them yellow meat watermelons. I don't know what that is. They're delicious. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't get like uh, locally sourced, like like when they say it's humanely raised. Yeah. I don't like humanely raised chicken. I like to taste the fear. You know what I mean? You can taste <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> this tastes like this, I'm getting ready to die. This like he, he saw the hammer. <laughs> I want the last chicken off the man. Truck. Come on, like you know that Kobe beef. They massage them, play music to them, and you know they I mean, still kill them. They, they kill them, but they have a but good the time. Meat isn't tough because yeah. they're not full of fear and frustration. Man, I like I like to I like to I like to get the meat. The cow that was standing behind the dude saw what happened. The cow that saw the people. <laughs> he was third in line. That the <laughs> last cow off the truck. <laughs> 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 that cow there, that fear there, when he right there, he see what happened to that bolt to the head right there, man, that it'd be delicious. Oh, I'm telling is, you. This is great. We eat <laughs> Oh, what happened to Frida? <laughs> man, them, them locally sourced, humanely raised, they be all gentle. Uh-uh. No, I need <laughs> I need something to clench up right before it happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Coming up this side, we got the military man, Jamal Kingsley. He's going to return to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Plus, we got the Hughley Hustle Home uh, Mixing. Kyle Hughley, a.k.a. Special K, is going to drop another joint on Short Bus Records on the D.L. Hughley Show. Please welcome the military man, Jamal Kingsley, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it? Official Apple AirPods only come in white. Is it because white is always in your ear trying to tell you something? Think about it, my brother. And why is it? A black piece of coal is worth hardly nothing. But if you take that same black coal and put heat and pressure on it, it turns into a white diamond. And then it's valuable. Are you trying to say long as you black, you don't have much value, but soon as you turn white, you are priceless? Think about it, my brother. And why is it on White Cat Mountains you can ski, sled, toboggan, have all kinds of fun? But on the Black Hills of South Dakota, all you can do is look at them. Is it because you can't have fun unless you're white? Think about it, my brother. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke and think about it, my brother. The Hughley Hustle Home Mix is coming up next. Plus, we're going to have another special case. Short bus banger. It's now time for Kyle Hughley, a.k.a. Special K, to drop another joint on Short Bus Records. And it's your boy, Special K, another Short Bus Records banger, baby, baby. Now, listen up, everybody. A video has gone viral of Houston Rockets player Jalen Green humping on his teammates. No judgment here. Do you. But here's, they getting freaky in the locker They getting freaky in the locker room. It's another bang on Short Bus Records, baby, baby. They getting freaky in the locker room. Hope they don't kiss. I think they might too. That's what happens when boys play on the same team. They getting freaky in the locker room. Where's my phone? They just might too. Can we talk? 
See that um that one where that guy Tracy McGrady is playing for the Rockets and that guy asked that girl to marry him in front of the whole arena. Did you saw that one, huh, Skip? Uh, and she said no and walked away. Oops. Tracy McGrady fell off the bench. It was oh, it was horrible. Um, coming up, we got uh, Sybil Wilson is going to tell us what you need to know on the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. A single winning ticket in the billion-dollar Powerball lottery has been sold in Los Angeles. The lucky winner can choose between $1 billion in annuity payments or go for the lump sum payment of about $516 million. It's the second time in eight months a Powerball ticket worth at least a billion dollars was sold in Los Angeles County. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is coming to the defense of former President Donald Trump for his action-centered around the January 6th Capitol attack. McCarthy said he doesn't see how Trump can be found criminally responsible asking what criminal activity he did. Some housing rental companies are promising to show so-called junk fees on their websites. The Biden administration announced Wednesday that Zillow, Apartments.com, and AffordableHousing.com have pledged to include all fees up front so prospective renters can know what they're getting into. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Coming up next, we got a song for when your mommy and daddy were still together. Plus, because he cheated doesn't mean he doesn't love you. We're going to explain on my top five. That's up in less than 15 minutes. This, of course, is the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, it's the D.L. Hughley Show, your mass shooting update. Uh, I'm on my way after this. Two shows tonight, uh, two tomorrow, three Saturday, and two Sunday. I'm excited. So... I, I, I got to get at him. Then I go to go to a, my favorite cigar joint. Mm. Of course, Gary, uh, the oldest road manager in the world, would be there. Gary, with his one knee. Yeah, it's funny. You ever watch Gary walk down the stairs next time you see him? Yeah, with that one good knee. He got one leg. He looked like a corkscrew. Yeah, won't <laughs> yes, do the other one. Call he corkscrew. He won't do the other one. He said it hurt too bad. Yeah, man. Mm-mm. I had a neighbor who did it, and he was he's fine. Really? Uh-huh. I mean, he's he's sixty. He's you know pretty big guy, but he had both of his knees. He must have went to, he used to a, good be a football, dude. probably good doctor. Yeah, but he had uh, his knee. What did he say? He had arthritis, something. Oh yeah, done and meniscus tear and some art, some little things that were dangling around all. Move, and he was out walking like two days later. Let me tell you something. Said got his hip done. 
and was at the show in Long Beach that night, mm -hmm. two night, two days later. I've heard people say they wish they had done yeah. it a long time ago. Like once yeah. you go through the rehab, they say it's yeah. great. You but know. you know what? Hips are less painful than knees. Knees are supposed yes. to be bad. No, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Hips are, I remember one time, this is uh, before Sinbad, uh, years before Sinbad, uh, we were on the plane mm -hmm. one time. Sinbad had the ice machine that they give you on the Ivy pole. Oh, yeah. Getting on the plane, going to a gig. I was like, that's a bad boy right there. Because, mm. you know, you got to pay extra for the ice machine. To, to, it, it turns cold, then it cuts off. Turns oh, cold, nice. cuts off. Turns cold, cuts off. He was sitting in first class next to me. He sounded like, you know, one of them ice machines in the hotel. I don't want you to be a paper. You got to move. You got to <laughs> <laughs> what you need is some barbiturates or something. Yeah. Cause I, but um, Gary's gonna be there. But I, they, he he had his knee surgery and he he said it was hurt so bad. But that was probably eight years ago. Seven That's years a long ago. time ago now. But every couple of years they make such great advancements. All but, I know is nothing stops Gary. Mm -hmm. He will show him at every show he can you, on a scooter. He don't, he don't type right no more. Nah, I'm sure he doesn't. Yeah. He used to dance, boy. Gary used to be dancing, boy. He don't type right no more. <laughs> he be like, boy, you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Little boy. Gary offered to take me home in this uh, infinity that he'd been smoking in forever. And I, I smoke, but I'm like, Gary, come on, I ain't riding this. <laughs> uh, I, one ride, and I need a lung transplant. I'm not riding with you, man. No, man. He's the, he's the sweetest kid ever, man. He but is. He is Gary Monroe, boy. The oldest road man. Everybody has Gary Monroe stories. I remember we used to, I used to, he used to take Ryan shopping because she would come in from school and we'd be in New York. And he'd take her shopping. He would hold her purse and walk with her. She loves him. I'd be like, I'm not doing. I'll be at the bar. Y'all let me know when. You, <laughs> let me know what the <laughs> Let me know what the bill. <laughs> Coming up, we got a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. Plus my top five and a little note from the GED section, and we're gonna cover today's. Top stories with what's trending on the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, just because he cheated doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Jasmine, give us five signs. He regrets cheating on you and still loves you. By Marcelina Hardy for YoTango.com. Number five, he's willing to work and wait to regain your trust. Oh, yeah. You deacon at the church now? Yeah, I mean, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Number four, Turn the top my five life signs, he regrets cheating on you and still loves you. He's remorseful. Yeah. Not guilty, yeah. just remorseful. Yeah, there's a difference between remorseful. What's the difference? There's a difference. Well, I mean, remorseful means you wish you hadn't did it. Guilty is like, I'm mad. You're mad you're caught. caught. <laughs> come on, come on. Right. Number three of the Damn top it, five I didn't even know that. That's crazy. He regrets cheating on you and still loves you. He seeks professional help. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the hooker is what with his professional, professional too. Number two of the top five signs he regrets cheating on you and still loves you. He promises to do anything for you. Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that now. Hang on now. Hang on. Anything is a big yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, Comes yeah. a lot of territory. Yeah. And the number one of the top five signs he regrets cheating on you and still loves you. He stops the affair. Yeah, that's a I mean, right. that, I mean, that's, 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 uh, they call. I mean, yeah, that you know of. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up, we got the note from GD section. That's up in less than 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your mass shooting update. Every once in a while, I, I fear that Skip will hit the switch before we've gotten the chance to scrub the environment clean. Oh, no, so we like stay on. But uh, thank God I didn't do that. Hey, tonight, I'm, I'm at the, I got two shows tonight at the DC Improv, two tomorrow, three Saturday. And two Sundays, so come check us out. And you'll get to visit the oldest romance in the world, Gary Monroe. What is fresh it like? Out of, fresh, fresh out of the museum and on yeah. the stage. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Fresh out of the museum. Uh, Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? I saw where uh, In-N-Out, based out of California, obviously, of is course. going to be banning their employees from wearing masks. And it reminded me about Ron DeSantis, who's trying to do the same thing in Florida. Man, do you see his numbers masks dropped? Masks are banned. You cannot wear them here. You see his numbers dropped? Of course. Like harder. <laughs> You, you, there's people from Uber, like hotels are, the hotel business is down 50%. Yes. <laughs> like, people are like, what have you done to us? And you know what it is? Him, they don't like him or his wife. Yeah, I can see it. Like, you can say what you want about Trump, and I do often, but he <laughs> has charisma. He said <laughs> If nothing else, he's amusing. He's like, he's a game show host. Yes. Ron DeSantis is an evil troll looking And you see it in everything man. that he says. And his plastic wife. Yeah. Looks like you know if Cinderella were really evil, like if 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 Cinderella were setting up her sisters so they would look bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cinderella set the bears up so they break into the house. <laughs> I mean, little sleeping beauty. Locks. Oh, Goldilocks! Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> she set the bears up. She married and buried the bears. <laughs> He did it. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, Skip, my man Cheatham, what'd you learn today? Man, I learned, you know, we were talking about the uh, Carly Russell situation, man, and uh, man, it still just doesn't look good. Uh, so they're saying that Case may be building against her. I don't know. I don't know. But that's the hey, man, It ain't wrong to say if you don't believe it. When something seems unbelievable to you, it's, it's not wrong to say you don't believe it. I, 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 fanciful things I just gotta go wow that just that don't make sense to me Jesse Smollett did that on a Sunday on, on Sunday night I knew that was lying on a Sunday night <laughs> 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 it's, it's just people make up stuff that like uh, it happened at the subway in, in, in the, during a polar vortex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up on the next Dale Hughley Show. If you're not going to happy hour, no worries. We're going to bring the party straight to you with the Hughley House Party. And we'll give you another hot new song uh, with my day butt of the week, plus another episode where people get to tell me exactly what they think of me called. <laughs> you, D.L. Hughley. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. It is the D.L. Hughley Show.